ladies and gentlemen from Colonial Heights, Virginia, and all seasons tabletop studio. It's the Undiluted Truth with Mike and Ben. Today's episode: primary source of herd immunity destroyed. Do not forget to like, subscribe, and share. Our podcast email is theundilutedtruth.podcast at gmail.com. Are you on your best behavior? Absolutely. Welcome, everybody, to The Undiluted Truth. I am Ben, and without any further delay, let's give a warm welcome to our host, Mike. How are you doing this evening or afternoon? It's still technically this afternoon, I think. Uh, I'm doing very well, Ben. You? Excellent. I am doing swell. That's good. Good. We are leaning hard on uh, the, I say leaning hard on the... Uh, a, a, a sort of a historic, I guess maybe a historic, uh, important yeah, for us. episode number. Yeah. Uh, and what what number is that? Ooh, that's going to be episode number 105. 105. And mm-hmm. to date, when this is released. Oh, will that will be, be this Thursday. And it will mark one year of our podcast. One year. One year. Yes. I, I'm going to be honest with you. Wow. Uh, I, I hope you're always honest I, well, with I, me. Well, I, I am, unless I'm kidding, but I, oh, okay. I'm honestly kidding, Okay, uh, if that makes any sense. That does. Uh, so <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't have wagered any amount of money as to how long we would be going and would it, would I have thought a year as mm. steady as we've gone, I... Right. Within the first couple, I would have said, "Well, I I don't know, but I I would think we I think we'll do at least fifty, maybe six months worth. I don't know, two, three. I oh, okay. I really I had no idea, and then it just became part of what we do. Right. And now I, you know, you know how you know you you set new patterns in your life and. Yes, and, and, and yes. You're, you're, you know, you're disciplined in certain areas, and this has just become part of the thing that we do. Yeah, and I now I can't imagine not doing it. Right. You yeah, know? which is yeah. kind of cool. Uh, and <laughs> yeah. uh, and and then we have taken time to look at some of the the geographic locations that we've covered and so forth. And we mm-hmm. were talking a bit about that earlier. Uh, the number you 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 had the count yeah the, the thirty um we're we're at thirty nine different countries wow. right now wow thirty nine um, and and I'll dub off of what you were saying I mean and I was gonna bring up something kind of in the last couple podcasts that we did too um the the way you were describing the podcast and its continuation it's habitual. Yes. We talked about changing habits in one of our podcasts. That's right, yeah. Well, we've formed a habit of doing the podcast. Doing the podcast. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. It, yeah. At first, you know, 
okay, well, yeah, we're going to maybe do this many. And, you know, we're not sure. Right. You know, because we were just starting out. So it's like, well, we don't know how many we're going to do. Well, I, and, yeah, I don't want to get too deep into this, but yeah. I will say I, I, it's, it is interesting to, to bring up. But I, I remember when I told you from the very beginning, Ben, I want to do a podcast. And you were like, wow, cool. Mm-hmm. And I said, so what do you know about it? And you said, nothing. Not much. And I said, nothing. You said, like, nothing, really. And I'm like, well, I was hoping that you were going to say, oh, yeah. that's easy to do. Let's do it. You yeah. know, but it was just the opposite. So exactly. I can remember sitting here, both of us on this side of the the, the, yeah, the, the table. tabletop studio <laughs> yeah, yeah. and l- trying to figure out how to upload and do all of this stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and, and part of that was, I, I still remember it today, it, it was sort of exciting. I'm like, wow, this is, we're, this is, we're doing yeah. it. It's, you know. Exciting and frustrating for not being able to get it out quicker. Quick, like, yeah, at, right. At first, yeah. So, it was. But I, I'm with you. I, I, I didn't feel like I knew anything. I mean, I know audio. Right. You know, yeah. That that's where I mean, and everybody's like, "Well, it's a podcast, it's audio. What's it, what's hard hard about that, right?" Yeah, yeah. I mean, but then there's uh, from you know, there's right. more to it when you start looking at, okay, where's my podcast being hosted? Where's how do we distribute it to these different uh places? That, right. You know. So that's where we got caught up and where I was mm-hmm. like, "No, I don't know anything right. about that." Right. We knew nothing. We didn't know. Well, so yeah, we might have to pay for this. Right? How? What's what's a good price? What's a good rate? What yeah. you know? How should yeah. we go about it? And anyway, you know, there's where a little bit of research and time came in. We did some, and you know, I can't remember the. We actually watched a quick little. Yeah, it might even have been a podcast or a little on on how to do a podcast. Right. Yeah. yeah. We were we were looking up different people, trying to figure right. out if anybody had advice. Yeah. Yeah. So absolutely. Uh, well, I don't want to, you know, I thought, you know, at least now would be a good time to give Red Circle a plug because oh, yeah. we, that's, that's who we settled with. Uh, that's it's, true. It's worked, yep. it's worked very well to this point. Mm-hmm. We, you know, hope to be doing some more things uh, down the road, uh, but, you know, yeah. primarily some video and we want to do that and right. uh, get going. But th- just the fact that we balanced everything in our lives that we do, and the listeners know that this isn't all we do. Mm-hmm. And we don't do this for a living, obviously. Yeah. But we were able to do everything that we do in our day-to-day lives and do this podcast for a solid year. Um, yeah. Yeah. My, my, my hat's off to uh, both of us. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, cheers. Yeah. Uh, very good. Yeah. Very get good. the crowd involved. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I will. I will bow to to that one. And but I couldn't have done yeah. it without you. And well, thank. Uh, you. I won't have done it without you. Yeah. Man. Thank. Thank you, Ben. It's been. You know, we've gotten to know each other uh, over the over this time, and it's it's been a great journey. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and I'm looking forward to what's yet to come. Me too. Speaking yeah. of which, uh oh, destroying herd immunity. Yes. Uh, the primary source is what we're going to get into today. And once again, one of our that favorite uh, 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 news media outlets is uh, the High Wire. Mm-hmm. And this, again, is the High Wire with Dell Bigtree. So we are going to get into 
what that source is, and uh, I would think that our listeners are smart enough to know yeah. what or who is the primary source of it's herd been immunity. mentioned on a few podcasts I think. Uh, but, uh, over the last several months. That would, yeah. be, that would be the quiz for this particular episode. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, All of you do like a rock, call in yeah. thing sometime, or like oh, a, yeah. or like an email thing. I think we mentioned that one time where where we give a trivial question or something about pot, our podcast or something, and yeah. then they get a right. prize for sure. that or something. Uh, a rock tumbler shirt or yeah, something that something uh, like is that. just uh, at the beginning stages of design. So yes. uh, we yes. need to get those out for sure. That would be good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no question. So. With that being said, all of you rock tumblers and truth seekers out there, welcome uh, officially. Get your pen and pad, uh, uh, pencil and pad, and, and take notes. And maybe you can figure out who this this primary source is and what should be done as we listen to this particular mm. uh, clip here from the High Wire with Del Big Tree. And you ready, Ben? Ready. Okay, here we go. And why are we talking about the kids? Why are we talking about all this? What do I mean about the stupid and the idiot train running together? Well, it looks exactly like this. It's the news many parents have been waiting to hear since the start of the COVID pandemic more than two years ago. After years of waiting, kids under the age of five can now finally get that COVID vaccine shot. The Food and Drug Administration authorizing vaccines for children as young as six months. There have been 18 million children in our country that really haven't had an option of having a vaccine. And so this unanimous approval of both Moderna and Pfizer today is really exciting news for a lot of parents. Pfizer's is given in three shots, Moderna's in two, and at slightly different dosages. Parents should add this to the list of vaccines kids will need to get and recommend discussing it with their own pediatrician. The Biden administration has been preparing for the rollout for weeks, allowing states, tribes, community health centers, and pharmacies to pre-order millions of doses. Manufacturing companies can now begin shipping those doses across the country. What? Are you kidding me? Ben, are you buying what? Those were all news media outlets. And you may have recognized some of the voices, you know, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe not. I, I, me personally, I, I didn't see any that I recognized. I seen some outlets that I did, but I don't watch. I don't watch the news. I don't watch television news anymore. None. Period. But that's just me, and I don't want to get on a rant about that. But can you believe what the the one individual even you know they they said and and. First of all, you know, these are children that haven't had a choice. Well, first of all, why should they even be worried about a vaccine? You know, they are some of the healthiest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the fact that they, they portray them as waiting and waiting and waiting, and it's finally here, this long line, like you're waiting to see Santa Claus. It's like I was, uh, yeah. uh, you know, well, all I'm, these kids are like, finally, I get to get my my chance to get jabbed with this yeah. needle. Well, yeah. by, by the way, I have no desire to. And and who are they to pretend like they know what these kids are thinking? I was I was just going to say, all I want for Christmas is the jab. 
that's yeah, what they, that's I've what they're waiting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was. It, it's interesting you brought up Santa Claus because I was thinking <laughs> the same kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. my brain honestly cut off when when they said down to six months. Yes, exactly. My brain was just sure. like down to six months. Huh? Like right. what, what? Huh? Yeah. And you know where where it's our minds six go? Months. Yeah. Good. So our minds go to. Well, I mean, my, and I know your thoughts. We we have innate immunity that God had given us, yes, and primed up at six months. You know, yeah, right. We are, right. you know, we are developing as we go along. But, Absolutely, but that's never been an issue. So at six months, you know, it's it's sort of like saying, you know, what God didn't quite do it the way He should have. We need to jab you. To protect your immune system, because after all, uh, your old historic yeah. immune system doesn't quite work right. in today's world. I mean, that's yep. what they want you to believe. Yeah, that's absolute nonsense. And and, uh, and and I would just ask, with what evidence are you saying that these kids down to six months need? Uh, this jab. Good right? point. I mean, if you've got evidence that provides sufficient evidence. Yes. That was a weird sentence. Evidence to provide yeah. sufficient evidence. Uh, but I mean, I mean, if you have sufficient evidence that there is a need. Yes. I could, right. I could understand. Yes. But I'm just like, you don't, you never hear of any evidence when you're usually watching the news or anything like that. They just spew off all this nonsense propaganda. all this uh, propaganda uh, and say well yeah it, it's good it's great for the kids and it, it's going to get down to you know and mm-hmm. so this will help with blah blah and yada yada where's your proof where's your work where's your where's your studies where's any evidence that you got half the time i i don't think i've ever seen any no uh, from not, them not from that the, yeah not that back that up you and, know and that's a great lead into what we're getting ready to get into well, can I make one quick plug yes. real quick that's unrelated, but it's related to the episode. I just wanted to say, since we talked about this being the year, one year, uh, that as of this recording, this podcast will go out tomorrow, which would be a Thursday. Today is 7-6-2022. Just wanted to say what date it was that we're recording. Oh, very good. So, yeah. Very good. And I like 7-6, by the way, for, yeah. I don't know. It's going to go out on 7-7. Seven, seven. Historical, yeah, it's going to go yeah. out on 7-7, seven, seven, uh, 1776, uh, Independence, yeah. right. you know, that sort of thing. Okay, uh, and yeah. where we're, you know, some of these freedoms that we, That's right. you know, our forefathers fought for are slipping away right between our uh, fingers in front of our very uh, eyes. So Yeah, this is true. So Dell's going to give us some uh, some references and some uh, actual studies. Oh, uh, well, not actual st- studies. Well, actual studies uh, yeah. that have been done and mm. and some and some factual uh, reports that have been put out with a little bit of only uh, only what Dell can can do is a, a little bit of Dell flair. I'm going to call it right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, here we go, guys. Uh, back to uh, Dell's comment on what you just heard uh, from the propaganda machine. 
I don't even know what to say. Honestly, it is so shocking that, first of all, just, just put all the science aside for a second. The statement that 18 million kids have been waiting for almost two years for this vaccine. Waiting, playing in parks, swimming in pools, perfectly freaking healthy, okay? Obviously not having this vaccine has not been a problem for them whatsoever. We have a zero death rate really amongst these kids. And so here it is, look at this, zero to 19, the infection death rate is this is among the infected is a 0.0027% death rate. And so yes, those 18 million kids, all of them remaining alive the entire time can now and go and wipe out their own innate immune system with a totally antiquated vaccine that doesn't look anything like the virus that is now uh, on this planet. Uh, driving viral immune escape to like to the day of what Geert van den Bosch has said. Mm. And really, do we even need to go beyond that? How about just the, the looks of these kids? What are we doing? Yeah, they're showing these kids now getting the shots, and you could only imagine what the visual there is. Um, I, I think maybe we could just back up a sec mm. and, uh, and, and, I was hoping to be able to to read some Excuse of me. these some of these percentages. Oh, okay. Of so, gotcha. Dell, you know, he he covered the zero to nineteen age, mm -hmm. and and he was right that that infection death rate is zero point zero zero two seven. I wanted to walk through some of these because put all this in, into perspective a little bit because right this is the COVID nineteen infection death rate by age group, all right? Mm -hmm. Age 20 to 29, getting a little older here, you know, still still sort of prime, you know, health-wise. Right. That number is 0.014%. Mm. Ages 30 to 39, you're looking at 0.031%. Mm, still okay, moving still on way, down, not even 1%. Now we're getting up to 40 to 49 years old yes zero point zero eight two percent and I, i'm going look so we've covered from ages zero to 49 years old and we're still under a percent when it comes to an infection death rate mm -hmm. so now we get into age 50 to 59, we're getting up a little older, maybe some comorbidities, uh, you know, maybe some health issues, 0.27%, still hmm. way under 1%. Right. Now 60 to 69, 0.59, so 0.59%, still a tick over a half a percent, right? Not even one, yeah, percent of a death rate by infection. Mm -hmm. And then I'm just gonna. Then you've got uh, the non-institutionalized uh, seventy-year-olds, two point four percent, and then all seventy-year-olds. That's everyone, you know, all the way, you know, institutionalized, meaning you know, right. convalescent center, you know, assisted living, that sort of thing. Right. Five point five percent. So literally, you. You've got from ages zero to sixty-nine. You've got to get to seventy years old to even get to one percent. Mm -hmm. This is this yeah. is stunning. I think 
This is remarkable. And where are you hearing any of these statistics? You know, right? The, this death rate by age group. I mean, yeah. it's 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 right there for anybody to find. And if you care to check the source that we're pulling this from, it's www.medrx, M-E-D-R-X-I-V.org. And you could go into the uh, that uh, page content, mm-hmm. and you could pull this right up, and uh, no no problem. I, I right. thought I thought that was important to to see. Yeah, just because it's not just yeah. as you know, but yeah, yeah, zero to nineteen, and that's and that's similar to what we had heard. Um, not a play on words with herd immunity, but right. what we had heard from frontline doctors way back uh, at the sort of at the beginning of the pandemic, right? They were talking about um, the then current death rates, and they even mentioned that basically all the way up till to about age sixty nine with Simone Gold, right? With, with Simone Gold, um, right? She yeah. was mentioning that almost up to like you're saying seventy, there's really not that much of a risk. Is yeah. basically what she was saying. Yeah, and so, and also, yeah. Go ahead. I mean, unless you had multiple comorbidities or something like that. Right. So she basically said, if you're in reasonable health all the way up till about seventy, like you said, it's not not that big of a deal. That big of a deal, right. as long as you stay on top of. If you're sick, you right. take care of things. But yeah, yeah. And so. these numbers are, and there's a lot of things that come into play here. But I think the important thing to understand is that. These groups aren't separated by proper, what I would consider proper treatment, and and poor treatment for the infection. So I think that's another right. thing to consider, okay. even through maybe some yeah. maybe some awful care. The numbers are still that low, right? Yeah, good, but good point. But we still have to go after ages six months and up. Yeah. And you know what? And and just looking at these pictures that Dell is showing, these kids don't have a voice for themselves. They depend, you know, on their parents and and their guardians or whoever they may be, mm-hmm. to make the proper decisions for them. Yeah. And this is this is sickening. It absolutely is, and and it's outrageous that this is being allowed to happen. And I don't know and. And, you know, we wonder who's to blame. Well, we're doing everything we can to get the information out. And, you know, by golly, I should say, we need to adhere and abide by what we are learning and be able to stand and, and at least if we can't stand up for uh, certain freedoms and, and certain truths, we need to be standing up for our children for sure. Right. So – uh, we're going to go ahead and pick it up from here, but uh, just wanted to make that important uh, 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 comment on that chart there. So, all right, picking it back up here with Dell. Any parent out there, I'm sorry, at this point, you should know better. You are seeing the injuries. The stories are everywhere. Have you lost your freaking minds? Your mm. child is perfectly healthy before you did this to them. Please wake up now with everyone mm. you know, every friend you have. St- 
stop this madness before we destroy everything that is good in this world. Yes, I'm being that emphatic about this today. Luckily, I'm not alone. Luckily, this conversation has shifted a long ways since I started having it before the COVID pandemic, when we were trying to get politicians to wake up and look at the facts of these vaccines, the injuries that are happening to our kids, to people, and you know, just you know, their, their eyes would glaze over. You say things like, do you not recognize that there is no liability on this industry, that they are just, this is one of the most dangerous industries there is, no liability on this products. They didn't seem to care. Well, luckily now more and more politicians are caring. So before the FDA approved this vaccine this week, in fact, a couple of weeks ago, several politicians got together to write a letter. This was uh, really drafted by Louis Gomer's office, Congressman Louis Gomer in Texas. Uh, it's signed by Congressman Bill Posey, Senator Ted Cruz, Senator Ron Johnson with 18 other signatories so far. Take a look at this. This is the press release on the website. You can check it out. Here are their questions. Why has the FDA recently lowered the efficacy bar for COVID vaccines for youngest children? If approved and widely used among children ages five and under, how many lives does FDA estimate will be saved in this age group over the next year? Given the injuries reported in the FDA's own VAERS system, how will the FDA evaluate potential trade-offs of serious vaccine injuries versus serious COVID outcomes? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop right there. That's a, that's a big one. You know, mm -hmm. based on their own system, mm -hmm. how, how, can, you, how yeah. can you reconcile those differences? Mm -hmm. You know, good question. You're going to, you're going to, you've got all of the, all these reported adverse events that are taking place. Yeah. And children aren't really at risk. And, how are you going to reconcile or convince, I hate to say it, but how are you going to convince or should you be trying to convince parents to get their children jabbed? And the bigger question is, forget about that part, but, but why do you think so? Show me the proof. Yeah. Show me some documentation. Show me some studies, some reports that yeah. that back up what you're trying to do. Exactly. You know. Yeah. Another question: How many healthy children, ages five and under, without pre-existing medical conditions, have died or been hospitalized from COVID or its variants? CDC reports zero positivity of 68% of children one to four years old, 77% for those five to 11, and 74% children ages 12 to 17. With two additional COVID waves since this data was reported and corresponding increases in seropositivity, what percentage does FDA consider herd immunity? And lastly, why has the FDA been so slow to release the hundreds of thousands of pages of data from pre-approval manufacturer studies, post-approval adverse events data, other post-approval manufacturer data submitted to the FDA as required mm. by law? Mm. All good questions. It is my yeah. honor and, and, and distinct pleasure to be joined right now by Congressman Louis Gomer. I'm going to just pause mm. right there. Louis okay. Gomer coming on. Uh, but... I I really like the you know the the passion of of Dell and and some of these some of these questions uh yeah. that have been brought forward and don't forget we 
you know, and, and even I sometimes, I, I look at the studies, I look at how whacked out crazy they are, and even even that alone should be enough, you know. Right. It should be enough to say, hey, man, we don't need to be doing this. It makes no sense, you know, these kids, let's just face it, we just read the report from, from ages zero to 69 years old, there's really no risk. Yeah. They say no risk, really no, not much to, to be all up in arms about for even to get a jab right? for you know, Wait, all yeah. the way up to 69 years old. But what yeah. I, what I'm getting at is what we, what we, even I forget sometimes is that, oh, by the way, mm-hmm. you've got this various reporting system that shows all of even, and we know it's, it's, it's weighted on the lower end. It's not, it's only one to 10% accurate, but, with that being said, even if you happen to be one of the ones that get or have an adverse get, get the jab, have an adverse event, mm-hmm. maybe you don't die, but maybe you've got a permanent disability for the rest of your life, and you are anywhere from eight, nine years old, teenager, yeah. in your prime, in your thirties. Right. If my myocarditis doesn't kill your, give you a heart disease or damage for the rest of your life. You know, death has been dropping some of these, the healthiest athletes by myocarditis. But if you happen to get one of these life altering rest of your, your life in disability, what can you do? Yeah. What recourse can you take? None. They have absolutely 100% immunity. Mm-hmm. You can't sue them. You can't do anything. Maybe write them a letter. Yeah. I mean, it, but, I, I, I forget that sometimes, I, I, you know? I mean, and, and but, it, but to, to me, like talking about this, it just begs the question, what evidence were they looking at when they approved this stuff for, for uh, children in the first place under, I guess, the age of 18 or whatever? Hey. Uh, when they uh, was it from nineteen or eighteen down to twelve at first or something like that? Right. Well, well something something along those lines. I'm right. like, what evidence were they looking at? Or even from twelve to five? Yeah. What evidence were you looking at there? Like, I mean, if these studies are coming out, plus, like we'd already mentioned back in the beginning, they were saying that there wasn't much of an issue in the lower age ranges. Right. What? Where? What were the? Just, I got to make some money. Can you can you approve some more jabs? Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, that, I mean, yeah. What else is there? Well, think about think about the connection in the kids and and what they did with the lockdowns and and they locked all the right. schools down. So, right. so there was a big push. We want our kids back in school, back in school. So, well, right. let's see. We need to get them vaccinated. Uh huh. You know, certain yeah. colleges were saying if you want to if you want to come back, uh, you know, in September. Right, you need to be vaccinated. So now they started to get, you know, the, that's when the push was. You, you said it very well. Uh, we need more money. What can we do to come up with, uh, with a sort of mandate, if you will? Yeah. And now the now they make, you know, you go all the way from the college kids, you know, being mandated, you know, to get them back into school. Well, it's not safe. Everybody's got to be vaccinated. We see today how well that worked yeah, out. Yeah, and then they have because, outbreaks in the school of yeah, the vaccine. Yeah, and then oh, yeah. oh, you know, hey, let's 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 play let's play this card. 
uh, well, you need to get a booster, and then you need to get another booster. Mm-hmm. So now money, money, money. I mean, you, you see every every time there's a shot, there's, I mean, tons of money is being mm-hmm. made on this. So you, so you have the college kids out there. They've sort of pulled the wool over our eyes with that one. Shame on those that believe it. Now they've gone all the way down to, well, how are we going to get the young ones? Yeah. You know, so yeah. now it's not mandated. It's, oh, this is, they, they've been lined up for this. You know, it's like, like we said in the beginning, it's like Santa Claus, you know, mm-hmm. that they've been wanting this. I mean, we've, we've interviewed all these kids from six months old. I had a six month old tell me the other day how bad he wanted a vaccine. He's been waiting two years. Yeah. Yeah. He's been waiting two and yeah. a half years and he's six months old. <laughs> You know, yeah. I mean, are you kidding me? I mean, that's that's what's Ridiculous. so fr- frustrating is is how are the smartest people in the land believing this stuff? Yeah. You know, supposedly, yeah. But there are. There, I mean, I have I run across some of these people, and I'm I, I'm like, yeah. Where where is your your attention to 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 detail you? You know, and I'm talking about people in the in the the health field in, mm-hmm. in medicine. You know, whether right, it be doctors, right. nurses, uh, certain yeah. specialists, even college graduates. I mean, my goodness, you. Where right. is your mind? This is important. You're being. You know, this isn't like I'm going to go hang out at 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 the racetrack and they're, you know, they're. This new exhaust system is supposed to be great for everybody, you know. I mean, it's it's not like tempting fate by something like that. It's it's right. you're you're putting something right into your bloodstream, mm-hmm. uh, and you take a look at their own reports. Yeah, and there's a major chance that something could happen that will infect you affect you, I should say, infect and affect you for the rest of your life. Right. And yep. the trick is, is what happens is somebody says, well, I got, I, I got the vaccine uh, uh, four months ago. I'm perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Well, how about 14 months from now? What? And that's what Garrett Vandenbosch is talking about. Yeah. And, and some of this stuff is starting to play out just on the timeline that, that he's given. Yeah. So that, you know, this so-called herd immunity is not going to happen. Yeah. And we are going to see more death and more death and more death. And I, just like I told you before the show, and I know we have to close, but I'll uh, just mention this, is that uh, a friend of uh, the family's, uh, just a young woman just didn't wake up yesterday. Yeah. And... Good health, everything. Yeah, good health, a very vibrant uh, woman. Yeah. We think the age, she was early 50s, uh, but no sign of any kind of health issues, very vibrant, you know, it's right. just a full of life kind of person. Yeah. And just didn't wake up. Uh, that, that sort of thing, believe it or not, is happening in more places, and we're not hearing about it. But when it hits home, it's like, uh, yeah. I don't know, it... it it's it's like being in a battle, and you know you haven't got hit with a bullet yet, and boom, when you do, it's like, oh, you know, right. now, now you have my attention. Yeah. But the thing that we want people to understand, this is real. Mm-hmm. This is absolutely real, and there's decisions right now that need to be made for our children. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, even even yourself, we've talked a little bit about uh, uh, jab remorse and, and whatnot, but you know what? Our children don't have a voice, and they, they can't go and do the research on their own. We need to be their conscious for them. We need to be their support and protection for them. Right. So, And I, I was just going to say quickly also before we close that, you know, going back to what you're saying, like a lot of the smartest people that they just seem not to get it or whatever. Um, it's, it's like, just like, you know, we've talked about with sorting truth, you know, you have to start dissecting the information. You have to actually, what's the word, not attentive, but be involved with, with your decision, so to speak, instead of just like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I hear this and yeah, that's great. You know, you have to actually dissect it. And if you start dissecting it, like we've kind of mm-hmm. done, like Dell does, like, yes, you know, you start seeing that the logic of these things that are going on just makes absolutely no sense. Right. Especially if you understand the immune system and, and kids and mm-hmm. this and that, and you start looking at that, you're like, why are we doing this? Yeah. What research are we saying that it's okay to do this with, with like where's that evidence instead of just going well they told me that it's safe for the kids now yeah yeah okay but one is it safe two mm-hmm. why do the kids need it right yeah. you got to you know well it it goes back to the, so, one of the first was it our second or third podcast uh who are these people yeah, when yeah. it says they say it's safe for the kids? Right. Who are they? Right. Who are these people that are saying this? And what you were saying, I like to use, it just reminded me of the old uh, military uh, phrase is when you're seeking out information, trust and verify. Trust and verify. Yeah. That's and like you, the in Scripture it talks about they were um, counted better than – so oh, yeah. and so because they took they they listened to the scripture. Yes. But yeah. they took it home and they studied it to make sure what the person what who are they yeah. said was true. That's exactly right. You need to do yeah. the same thing with yes. all the information mm-hmm. that is right. pertinent, folks. Yeah. And it you doesn't know, matter where you hear it. Yeah. That's you know? kind of what I'm what I was getting at. Yeah. yeah. We gotta you gotta don't just listen to it. Do a little bit of mm-hmm. research. I mean, if it's right. a big decision like that, now if it's right. something small, okay, well, sure. whatever. But something like this that you're going to jab your kid down to mm-hmm. six months old, really, you right. might want to think about it and do a little bit Ab- of research. Absolutely. Well, yeah. the idea by the enemy is to to divide, wants to come in to divide. Right. So yeah. the, the trap to fall in is this is what I believe so far with my – belief in all of this and Mm -hmm. this matches what i believe so i'm gonna believe it right well i can tell you i sort of lean on one way with all of this but even if it's on the side of i believe it and maybe then some i'm not going to repeat it or or start digesting it as as giving you know giving me information to share until I know it's fact right you know until it's absolutely one hundred percent true 
and gotcha. and there's a way to go about doing that. And when you when you do, you you know, you're going to develop your own sort of technique and and right and trusting and verifying it, yes. this information. I'm with you. So yeah. anyway, uh, wow, well, pray for our kids. Uh, so that's a good good clarion call uh, as we close. We'll do that now. Father in heaven, once again, we thank you for this opportunity to be here. We want to lift up our youth, our children that are out there. All of those that are listening, uh, they have children in their lives one way or another and close to them. We want to lift up all of those children who do not have voices and ask that your protection be upon them. We pray that your spirit of truth sear the hearts of our listeners and and the those that are near us and help us as as carriers of your truth to be able to share in a in a way that is heard and in doing so we absolutely 100% need your spirit to help us because there is another power that does not want this to take place. So our hearts go out to any that have been hurt or damaged, and Lord, we just pray for your your health and protection on those that may not have been or have been jabbed, but not having any effect currently. We also want to lift up all of those uh, those other uh, outlets, uh, Highwire, uh, Stu Peters. Uh, we just we think of many other shows. Mike Adams, uh, we use him quite a bit. All of these individuals that we gather information from, Epoch Times, uh, great source, uh, Lord. All of those around the world that are seeking truth. Uh, there's uh, over seventeen thousand experts, uh, doctors uh, that are on board with doing the right thing. Pray for their protection. And as we close today, we thank you again and ask that every intent of our thoughts be pure. And we ask and pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to join us again every Tuesday and Thursday on The Undiluted Truth. And remember, rock tumblers, with all of your might, continue to diligently seek truth. God bless.